All right, we're here. We're back. It's another episode of Nerding Daily. Uh, and today we got a really good show. We talked about it a little bit on the last show. If you listen to it, mm-hmm. just get to it. Horse Girl on Netflix. Great now, movie. Now we can talk freely about we it. We can, yeah. Freely and open. Because this is surprisingly very psychological of a movie. Yeah, I didn't know where it was going to go. I just happened, it was on their banner and we thought it was funny. I I talked on the last one about the cheesy Photoshop job. Mm -hmm. And we thought, oh, we love Alison Brie. Let's just watch this because I love her in Glow. Yeah. So let's give it a go. And sure enough, it was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I've been a fan of Alison Brie's ever since I saw her on Community. But I always worried after Community ended that, you know, she wasn't going to have a prominent role in another show or kind of a movie star. Really? And. I mean, she proved me wrong, so I'm glad. Well, I know her from Mad Men. Yeah, that's true. She was on Mad Men a little bit before Community. I always felt sorry for her character because that husband was a dirtbag. Aren't they all? Well, that's true. Everybody's a dirtbag in that show. That's true, actually. There's not one good one. You're right. Nope. Man, good point. Especially not January Jones. (laughs) (laughs) She's not a good man. (laughs) Yeah, I guess not. (laughs) Isn't she the one in that show? She's in that show, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a run-in recently. Yeah, um, I like some art that was on her wall, and um, she actually. Uh, well, I just was like, "Hey, does anybody know who this artist is?" And she got back to me, except she yelled at me and said, "Tap, tap," and I thought that was the artist's name, because <laughs> you know artists have weird names. The great Jonathan Tap. Yeah, who knew? Turns out it was actually Christopher Rivers, and I was already following him. <laughs> But she was saying to tap the yeah, picture. The screen so she had him tagged in it. It was pretty yeah. funny, though. <laughs> but yeah, I'm intimidated by her. It's really, I don't know why. Well, There's it's, something... it's celebrities. I'm celebrities not... intimidate people. It's just, they're people like us. Don't Maybe about she's it. really tall. Maybe that's it. And I just don't Oh, know. you could take her. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. How did we get on this? Oh, yeah. Mad Men. <laughs> Alison Brie. Alison Brie. Horse Girl. Yeah. All right. Here we go, guys. But she's really grown, especially since being on Glow, which right. we both love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this kind of just came out of nowhere. A, the quality was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, good writing, kept you interested. She's so innocent. And they got she's got like this Hobby Lobby job, you know, where it's yeah. just like kind of like, if you think about it, like it's a very safe job. If you think <laughs> It's a job they would give out to grandmas. Yeah, yeah. And she's just this very like warm, caring, yeah. ha- happy person, right? Yeah, I can see that, yeah. And then she's got this roommate who's totally like, I don't know, sorority girl. I don't know how to describe her. I don't know how to classify her. She's more on the wild end. She likes to date. Or she has this boyfriend and they're wild together. But she's always on the judgmental side. Yeah. Even though she's the one. And you can tell she loves Sarah is her name in this, I think. You Mm -hmm. You can tell that she loves her roommate and she wants the best for her. And she ends up setting him up, setting her up later with a with a guy and things get, you know, heated pretty quickly. Well, you think at that point, it's just like this story about this horse girl which is kind of like car guy yeah um coming out of her shell like with the help of the socially acceptable roommate i guess would be the way to put it because she's like the yeah the party girl you just think it's going to be a, like her coming out of her shell but no it's a totally different movie. well and it was really odd at the beginning i don't know if you remember but that they kind of did this bookend camera sequence i don't know it was almost like a motif but there, it only happened twice but they were inside and it's molly shannon whatever her character's name is uh joan and sarah and they're like working mm-hmm. and then a horse walks by outside yeah. and then that happens again at the end yeah. she's by herself no right? she's not 
Oh, she's not. Is she with Allison? I thought Allison went. went she's with Sarah. Yeah. Oh, she is with Sarah. At the yeah. End? Yeah. What the heck? See, this is why we had to talk about. Okay. This. Okay. 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 You didn't get that. I guess I missed something. Okay. Okay. So that's a good place that you can start with. Is right. Molly Shannon sees this horse walking across the parking lot in front of their store, and we don't really think too much about it. No. Because we just see it like cut off a little bit, and then we just go on with you know finding a little bit more about Sarah's you know day to day life. She's you can tell she's kind of depressed. She's very introverted. She just goes home, watches a TV show. She goes visit a, a horse, and that's kind of all you know about her. And then she's kind of annoying to the people who own the horse ranch, which is sad. Which is very sad. Cause she's super nice. You can tell it's like the only friend she really has. Yeah. Oh gosh. But, but yeah, that's the way I saw. It. But yeah, as soon as the roommate's boyfriend gets up in the middle of the night and sees her just staring, facing the wall. Oh, that was creepy. I was like, oh gosh, what's going to happen? Yeah, I was kind of afraid for her at that point. I was afraid for him. You were afraid for him? <laughs> oh, okay. She's going to turn around and do something to him. I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, that was odd. The, uh, Sarah tries to, uh, oh, she tries to invite people to her birthday because she's like, oh, I'm going to have a birthday party and some people from my Zumba class. And it's, of course, the instructor who's the coolest one. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nah, I'm busy or something. She like doesn't work up the nerve to completely ask. Oh, that's what yeah. it was. She, oh, they asked her if she was going to do something. And then she's like, oh, I've got some friends coming over tonight. Yeah. And that's it. It ended there. That's yeah. right. You're right. But they, they end up inviting that dude over. Yeah. And they had a the good guy's time. Roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Although it was, yeah, really weird. It was. It was awkward. He got high and drunk and partied. His name was like, danced really weird. Yeah, there was some weird dancing, but they got along. And his name was what? Darren? Darren. Like the show. The show with the vampire or something yeah her favorite show there's a character <clears throat> named darren and so she thinks it's like a sign right like, it's a pretty common name but okay <laughs> that's just where her mind goes to that's fine it's cool she makes connections man that's just how, how it works yeah. and then things start to happen like she has this weird dream mm-hmm. and completely white room oh man she's lying down next in between two people mm-hmm. and then um i guess she wakes up and i don't remember is she scratching the wall or somebody scratched the wall something happened to the wall yeah the wall was scratched but she was on the ground with like all the pillows and cushions and stuff that's right passed out in her dress yeah that's right and the roommate was like who's gonna are you gonna call somebody to fix this right away i'm just gonna be so mad like instead of hey are you okay yeah oh yeah last night (laughs) who did this what happened and she's like she didn't even know what she did yeah it's kind of scary actually yeah but at least darren is a good guy comes back to get his car and asks her out on a proper date that was really cool that was like the best morning ever for her she was very on cloud nine goes to work is very happy but then she recognizes one of the people from the dream that guy yep and she, does she chase after him and he disappears he gets in his oh he his gets truck. in that he gets into that plumbing van or something mm-hmm. right yeah that's right and she sees the number yeah that's right and she suffers from these nosebleeds nosebleeds on occasion and it's just you can tell that she has a shaky you know idea of the world and something's interrupting that now she's having this dream that means something she's seen somebody that she's never seen before in the real world and then she saw them in the real world oh right right so, oh that's true dream world and then the real world yeah yeah I mean, if that happened to me, I'd be scared. Yeah, that's a little weird. That would be a little unsettling, especially if you could remember them in good detail. Mm-hmm. They were all laying next to each other, so mm-hmm. she seemed to be the only one who was aware. Uh, the other girl was kind of aware, but the guy wasn't. Yeah, he was just completely out of it. Yeah. Later, she says, like, well, because he was sleeping, but us two, we were awake. Right. Something right, like right, that. Right, right, right. Remember that. And then she has, like, a birthday. Well, she had the birthday. 
Mm-hmm. She heads home, and Paul Reiser's like her stepdad, I guess. Well, that's later. Is that later? Yeah. When does that happen? Well, oh, she goes yeah, to yeah, visit yeah, her yeah. friend Heather. That's right. That's right. Oh, Heather. Ouch. Yes. And then we find out why. Uh, okay. This poor girl. I mean, it for me, it was hard to tell at first if they were supposed to be the same age, but I guess they were. Um, they were both horse girls. Equestrian horse girls. girls. There you go. Equestrian girls. It's a terrible name, but okay. Uh, and Heather was in an accident with a horse. And right. suffered a brain trauma and so she forgets things very easily she can't really you know keep like a important job so they just i think they put her in the deli or the bakery or something in the supermarket but like it's just so sad yeah that was hard to watch and she's very friendly and they go on walks right yeah and she's in a wheel is she in a wheelchair no am i, am I making that up? okay <laughs> what well, how would they go on a walk i don't know a sh- no no a no, stroll no. No, <laughs> no, she was fine. She was fine. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you reminded me. Um, and then um, after that, did she go back and give the horse like a little thing that it, she made for her for its hair? Is that right after that? Yeah, a little braid or something because they share the same birthday. She says that's right. Yeah. So she gives it this little present for its birthday, and, and the people who own the ranch are like completely annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just like, "It's not your horse." Um, because it seems like she's there every day. It feels like it. Yeah. She's always bugging them when they're trying to like green break a horse or whatever. And mm. that dude got all mad at her because she opened the, the gate. And yeah, yeah, it seems like they're, they like her. So they don't, they like her enough not to tell her not to come by, but they are annoyed when she comes by all the time. Yeah. I mean, my theory is that they probably got sued by Heather's mom. Oh. And so they don't want any mistakes to happen again. Not that they kind of blame Sarah. Right. But yeah, they see, they just see it as like, you know, it's a memory a- of, you know a constant reminder and it's like they yeah. can't get over it because she she keeps showing yeah and so, that's why he's so worried uh, about like well you can't do this you can't open the gate no you can't right it. they don't want to be sued again yeah no i got gotcha. you because heather had that really fancy house right right she did so that's possible i don't know i don't think they brought it up they didn't really in yeah. any interviews and stuff i never saw that brought up probably not important enough but hey well we we'll go we'll move on then what then what happens she hears uh people talking in her apartment oh yeah and she she swears it's it's nikki her roommate and her boyfriend right but they're not even there that was a little odd yeah and then she finds her car's been stolen from the garage even though she has one of those she actually has a club the club Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's when Paul Reiser shows up for a good. Because she gets two a call. Minutes. She gets a call. Right. That been. To- no, it hasn't even been towed. Right. Or has it? Yeah, it was been towed. Yeah, it was. It was towed, and it's still under his name. So he got the calls. So he was calling her. When they found the keys in it. Yeah. That was the weird part. And it was parked right in front of a cement factory or something. I can't remember what kind of factory. No, there was water. Oh, it was well, water. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was a water. Yeah, yeah where the water, those big water tanks. That's right. That's right. Then he, there's always the there's always the ongoing like thing about water. And oh yeah, have you noticed that? Yeah, there's like a theme of, of water. It's the sound it's... of running water. It's well, the water tanks. It's always something regarding water. Interesting. Uh, she's in the shower that one time, and she's just like staring at the drain. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of a water motif. Yeah. But Paul Reiser is just like, hey, I'm a good stepfather. You need some money? Hey, it's all right. Whatever. Wow. And that's, 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 he's such an important part of this movie. Yeah. And then we never <laughs> really see him ever again. So just a little quick short scene and he's on his way. Yep. And then the roommate still pissed because she hadn't fixed it. <laughs> the roommate's always pissed. 
And then, does she end up finding the plumber again right after that? Uh, a little bit after a that. A little bit after that. Because uh, Sarah sleepwalks. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's right. And then she has, like, time loss where it's like she fell asleep and then woke up at that corner of the street, like, two minutes later or something crazy. That was nuts. So it means, like, she was, like, sprinting over there in her sleep. Jeez. Yeah, she's losing time. She's sleepwalking. Like, you can tell something's happening. Ooh. It gives you these little hints now, but then it just, like, delves into it. It keeps building it. and building. You're just like worried for her constantly because they really do a good job of getting you attached to her because she's so innocent. Yeah. And you don't want anything bad to happen to her because you just want her to have a good life. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Alison Brie did a really good job of that. Yeah. Because really, this girl doesn't deserve anything bad to happen no i mean she's she's led a normal life and Mm -hmm. that's it there's no there's no karma that she's getting you know comeuppance for right she's just a regular person oh man it's just hard to watch her go through all that well and have you read about the story Alison brie and uh the director wrote it yeah jeff baina which he did uh little hours and he co-wrote i heart huckabees which i really like them oh i love i heart i never saw little hours though but i haven't Alison brie was in that too um but it's based off of her Alison brie's grandmother right that actually did have mental issues like this Ugh. which they also put into the script that sarah's grandma had, had the same the issues same, yep did a good job with that and looks just like sarah mm-hmm. that was freaky that was a little freaky so she gets this idea from her favorite show that purgatory show that she could be a clone of her grandma oh, there's there's this scene where yeah uh one of the vampires is a clone and they're, they're trying to figure out which one's the real one and then she ends up going on a date with her boyfriend right or her soon-to-be boyfriend or the guy from the other night maybe they're not even an item yet i don't even know well she finds that plumber guy first oh that's right oh shoot she does and she decides to hire him even though he doesn't like recognize her or anything because he was sleeping in the game right but yeah she hires him to work on the work to work on the pipes in her apartment but yeah you don't do that no you you Event. She goes by some weird alias. <laughs> I don't even remember of, what it is. But it was it's bizarre. It was the woman character from Purgatory. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but and once again, the roommate gets mad. Why is he tearing up the floor? What is he doing with the pipes? I don't care about the pipes. Blah, blah, blah. Get this fixed. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Then she goes on the date with Darren, and it, they, they're getting along pretty well. They're they're talking about stuff. There there comes a point though. And then well, I mean, the night. They're, they're, but they're but at dinner they're having a good time and she starts talking about conspiracy stuff mm-hmm. and he's uh, kind of just going with it he's going with it but it's like feeding into her mania yeah because at that point I think it was mania well because she's getting susceptible to all these other things mm-hmm. she's susceptible to the idea that she could be a clone which she got from that show right she's not susceptible to the doctor's prognosis which is just oh that's right yeah uh, you're not a clone it was not part of alien abduction right like it's not that stuff just think logically she's like no but yeah she's he's feeding into her mania so Mm. she's susceptible to that with people agreeing with her or things that make sense to her so she she decides to take him on like a little road trip yeah and they they stock the plumber first right they stock the plumber and then they go. She knows where he lives, which is scary. Scary, yeah. And then they go to the graveyard, and they were gonna dig up her grandma. That's what they were gonna do to find out if they have the same DNA. Oh gosh, that was weird. Because that's the only that's the only thing that she got out of the doctor is if you have the same exact DNA, then you're a clone. That's what she took out. <laughs> this yeah. conversation saying you're not thinking logically that's all she got yeah, yeah. and and then uh they have a fight because he's like freaked out which yeah. is to be understand i mean that's understandable this is a first date yeah that's a horrible first date yeah and then they have a fight and then um she's 
violent with him. She's like, get out of here and screaming at him and pushing him and stuff. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard to watch because I really wanted them to happen. I wanted her to be happy. Well, once again, she's given into the uh, conspiracy theory that he's from some company watching her, infiltrating her. Right, 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 right. And she got <clears throat> that from the crazy guy outside of the store. Oh, that's right. The one that um, always goes around talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, screaming about it. Yeah, yeah. Her her mental state is just so messed up that she's picking parts of the, these things that she runs into or that she watches. It's just really sad. Man. And it doesn't get better from there. No, it doesn't. I kept hoping it would. Like, I kept hoping she would go back to the doctor with the boyfriend or the roommate and get medicated and it didn't happen we get more dream sequences and it, she's she's certain yeah that she has had an alien abduction <clears throat> it's what she's seen when she's in this white room with people it's like kind of getting like an alien back massage it's weird yeah it's like, um but she's left with like random bruises she doesn't know how she got yeah that although she sleepwalks crazy. and sleep runs and sleep drives she probably ran through like a tree like a bunch of bushes and trees or something mm -hmm. but yeah it, it, she's just totally cuckoo now not to be mean about it but she's like off the deep end so this dream sequence that she has she sees more of the the ship so-called alien ship mm -hmm. um and one door leads her straight from her shower to her work that was nuts and that was sad yeah so she walks right into like basically hobby lobby mm -hmm. completely naked as jaybird but you know what I noticed? It was all women. Did you notice that? Yep. But she, oh man. And then she just has a breakdown and her friend's so good. Her friend, her friend Joan goes and hits the clothes sign, runs and grabs, or maybe she runs and grabs clothing first and clothes her and then hits no, the, it's the sheet. Sign, or the, the sheet. That long sheet. From the, oh yeah, yeah. from the fabric department. Yeah. yeah. And just, and just is with her and is just there for her. And it's her friend that ends up having her, I don't know if she has her institutionalized or, or what they, what she does, or just has her put into like a, with, a, with that, yeah, with that kind of situation, you have to call the cops. So I think it was like more of a voluntary thing. Oh, okay. That Sarah was so scared that she admitted herself. Right. But yeah, that, oh my gosh, that's probably the best acting I've ever seen from Allison Brie. Yeah. How she, how she just screams like, Joan. That was, in, that was amazing. That was like such a wounded like voice. How do you get, how does a naked woman get all the way to a store through the back without being noticed? I mean, it's a small town. Without being One, noticed. Probably was noticed and nobody just wanted to deal with this random naked person walking across town. That's just hard to Would you imagine. want to? It's just hard to imagine. Like, I mean, no one calling that in. A naked person is in a day's walking through town. Are you going to like go up to them and like poke them? I'm not going to go up and poke <laughs> them, but I might call it in, you know, just to make know. sure they're okay, you know. But it's a very, I don't know, it's a very small town to the point that nobody's really noticing this stuff happen. Her sleepwalking, driving, all this stuff. People just carry on with their own business. Hmm. But Joan luckily is a little bit of a mother figure. She is, yeah. Which is sorely needed with Sarah. At least she helped her. But yeah, we... I think we got kind of little tidbits of what happened to Sarah's mom. Right. But then we finally get it when she's like regressing back to uh, her mom dying, which was only about a year before this. Right. But yeah, she took pills, killed herself, and the shower was running. When it happened. When Sarah found her. Yeah. That's right. That's probably why the water is a trigger in a way. Mm -hmm. um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Interesting. And now um, she's 
having memory issues too, right? She's not having, um, and she's meeting with counselors who at first, you know, she get she gets confused with them because she's at first they're like, it's nice to meet you. And then he's like, well, no, I've known you. And it's really hard to follow what's going on. What's right. What's wrong. <laughs> he said that she's been at that psychiatric, psychiatric hospital before. Right. But, t- but she doesn't remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would that's got to be a hard person to think. Oh, it's nice to really nice to meet you. But you said I've been here before. I mean, that, that's got to be really confusing. Yeah. But then she has more visions and she recognizes the other person from the white room mm-hmm. as her roommate that she didn't even know she had a roommate. And the roommate is having these visions, too. So she's like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. She's like, how did you know about the the white light or whatever it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that's what made me think, oh, she's being abducted. Great. Well, there's more. <laughs> right. Um, I, I do kind of think that she was abducted to a degree by the end of it, but we'll get to that. Okay. But she has another visit with this, uh, it's not even a doctor, it's a counselor. Mm-hmm. And this time she brings up. The roommate. She brings up the roommate and she brings up that, hey, remember last time you said this? He's like, I never said that. So that's their first visit together. Mm. She's totally doing this stuff out of sequence of time. So it's very confusing. But the second time you see her with the counselor. That's right. It's actually the first chronologically. And then the the, the first one's the second time. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But either way, they're just like, oh, it's a 72 hour hold. We got to kick you out. You're It's fine. You're and having visions. Eh, don't worry about and it. And even told her that it's normal for people when they first get here to think it's a massive amount of time yeah that has gone by time mm-hmm. yeah that's so, messed up it is messed up well and that's probably something taken from real life too that you know if you don't have the insurance if you don't have the funding for right. some of these institutions that they just have to let you go right thanks reagan mm-hmm. <laughs> that's reaganomics for you that's what he, well i mean i guess they were kind of abusing it though there was there was a time where they were just institutionalizing anyone just to get rid of them yeah and then they would lobotomize it. Yeah, if you had to do something or there's <laughs> just crazy stuff going on. So there was Yeah, thanks nurse was, ratchet. We couldn't find like a happy medium, like people who need it that really need it. I mean, we still go, don't have that in know? this country. So I know. That's what I'm saying. We couldn't do that. We couldn't find okay, maybe we don't just institutionalize anyone, but maybe like a board of uh psychologists, all three of them have to say, Yeah, this person needs it. Instead of just one where you can pay off one, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's ultimately what the movie is about, is a young lady looking to get help. And not and not getting help. it. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. She has all these outside pressures, including the psychiatric hospital now. But They're just like, whatever, go about your business. But you know what I like? It's not like she's at this high-pressure job. Mm-hmm. It's not like her life has, like, I mean, her roommate's annoying, mm-hmm. but she's she still cares about yep. Like, when she goes missing, her roommate's like, where were you? scared us blah 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 you know? that's true so but she's also kind of tired of it right she doesn't want to babysit sarah well it's got to be hard i mean if you were living with someone and they kept sleepwalking with your leaving yeah, your house unlocked know. it would be hard no. it would be hard it's got to be hard for both that's why i could never do roommates i could never have roommates i hear you that's just no that's asking for trouble it is like the best roommate, of course, is somebody that you're not like best friends with because you know you're going to hate them by the end. Yeah. But it also can't be like a complete stranger like this where they're going to take advantage of you or, or look after you and hate you for it. Right. Or resent you. Yeah. Uh, right. Just don't get roommates if you don't have. <laughs> yeah. Uh. The last 
gosh, this is 20 minutes. The last 20 minutes of the movie is basically just nothing but visions. That was amazing. That was incredible. It felt like, I don't know, like I, I was watching an art film. That was some of the trippiest stuff I've seen. It, yeah. It was pretty intense. Like, I'm not sure what was going on, but she was almost having like this awakening. Mm-hmm. Like she was in that world, completely immersed in it, and things were going right for her. Well, jumping from one world to another to another right. to another. Yeah, there was a couple things, a couple thematic elements that popped up in there and made you want to believe that it made sense in Sarah's mind, Mm -hmm. which, you know, in reality, it doesn't like the color, the warm color being like a healing color, right? That like peach color ish, Mm -hmm. which is the same color that um, Joan wraps her in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The The comfort color. Mm -hmm. The old lady that bought that same role earlier in the film. Right. Said, yeah, it's a warm. That's the one, that protective color. The one that she ended up hanging up in her whole house. Yeah. Remember? Yep. Um, And they were all freaked out. Mm -hmm. And she was upset because it didn't work. Yeah. I forgot about that scene. That was a sad scene, too. Yeah. She should win an Oscar for this. I mean, like I said in the last episode, it's too early. People are going to forget about it. Right. Because one is on Netflix and Netflix has such a dirge of content. There's going to be so much crap that comes out from between now and Oscar season. But yeah, Elsa and Brie deserves something for it. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, and she co- she co-wrote it, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, man, like definitely she gets something. But hey, she gets our respect. Yeah. She gets the views. Yeah. So at least we gave her that. But OK, do you want to talk about the very end of the movie? Yeah, let's talk about the end because uh, maybe I'm. I misunderstood it because i thought what i thought is because you, you see the horse scene again yeah you see joan watch the horse or catch did i see a horse almost kind of like kind of look on her face mm-hmm. and it's allison's character sarah went to the ranch she's the one walking with the horse mm-hmm. and they're just like going to like a forest well she's dressed up as her grandma too and she's dressed as her grandma yeah and then they get into the forest and she like lays down and this bright light comes by and it almost it opens up that way too with i forgot about that aerial floating view in Mm -hmm. the trees it opens up that way which is really beautiful how it begins and then ends this way i don't know i always think of the shiny when they have shots like that oh you do (laughs) but that's me (laughs) sorry but yeah the light picks her up so i i assume she just was abducted at that point Mm -hmm. that's what i assumed i thought oh it's real she was she was not crazy. They just wanted her to think she was crazy, maybe. Um, that's what I thought. And I, and I thought, wow, that's a weird ending. But, like, it addresses a lot of things. And then that's, like, a nice way to have some closure that she's going to, I don't know, be safe with those guys. I don't know. I don't know if they're what they were doing for to her. I don't Maybe they were trying to fix her. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I liked it before I started digging into the making of it and the interviews with mm-hmm. the director and Alison Brie. I liked it that it was left open. Mm-hmm. That it was, oh, it could be an abduction, or it could be her mental state just completely deteriorated from there, or she died. Mm. Um, but they did an AMA on Reddit. Oh. Alison Brie and the director, cool. uh, Jeff Bana, and they did admit that one, Molly Shannon did see the horse, the horse at the beginning and the end. That was the same scene. That was the same time. Crazy. And that... Sarah did not kill herself at the end. Interesting. So that leaves the possibility for abductions. Or that she's the clone. Why one gets abducted, the other one's left Hmm. in her place. Possibly. That's what it is. But the main thing is it... That's genius. The main thing is it leaves you with your own mental instability, your own idea of, oh... They put that in my mind. Maybe that's what happened. Right. Which is perfect. Yeah. Because now, am I crazy? I have to wonder now. Yeah. I mean, I really like it. And after reading that, 
I was less confused. It was less of an open ending for me, but I still really enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah, I did too. I really liked it too. Um, acting's great. Um, all the cast. I really enjoyed every cast member. I really didn't feel like it was slow at all. No. It kept my interest. It builds fast. And it was a nice surprise yeah. for me. Going into it blind, not knowing anything about it, just clicking on it. And I really, I was really glad I did. Yeah, I was going to watch it again this week and I just didn't have time, but uh, really, I would, I will watch it again Good. for sure. So, In yeah. time. It's one of those that hits me like pretty hard. So I yeah, have to take a, a couple weeks, maybe months off and then watch it again right. to appreciate it again. But you know, Good flick, man. Big recommendation for me. So go watch it. And then, you know, if you know someone on the Academy, nudge them and say, hey, you guys should check this out. And they won't watch the movie anyway, but they might vote for it. Only if it's trendy right yeah exactly now i wanted to address this right after horse girl came out on netflix there was a huge reddit bandwagon and i told you about this james oh right right that they ripped off the whole idea of horse girl from this movie the god inside my ear and yeah okay there's a few similarities when they have it like scene by scene next to each other but it's not you know it's not first scene second scene third scene fourth scene it's random scenes from the movie that stylistically kind of looks similar. Okay. The white room, you have a blank white template of a room. How many movies do that? Like a million? Yeah. Like THX, right? Yeah. Hmm. That was nothing but white room. But it, but is it as bad as um, uh, The Last Jedi and um, Escape from L.A.? <laughs> I scene. never heard of that one. Oh, you should watch it after this. You should watch it after this. You'll love it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, it's insane. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just stuff like that. Like, oh, the main character is watching TV, and then this main character is also watching TV. Like, they're grasping at straws. <laughs> and anybody with common <laughs> sense has actually seen Horse Girl, like, you know that it doesn't follow beat by beat. Right. It still feels like an original story to me that Alison Brie wrote with her grandmother's issues in mind. It seems like, you know, an independent movie made from the heart that came out on Netflix. That's a, I, I agree, man. I totally agree. Like, it's just one of those things. If you see it online, don't believe it. It's really grasping at straws just to get attention. And yeah, this this is another independent movie that got inside my ear. It's another independent movie that should be seen mm-hmm. because it's interesting, but not for the sake of bashing another movie. Uh, it, well, and how many movies pay homage to other movies? There's homage everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it and it's still art. I mean, yeah. this story is completely unique. It's tied to her grandmother, you know. And and how many lives are similar to other people's lives? I mean, if you. If you have mental illness in your family, you're going to have a similar story in some way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes this story relatable. Or if you have mental illness, I mean, you're going to relate more too, you know? Yeah, very true. So, and it depends. Mental illness can be anything from anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. And there's so much out there. Um, A lot of people can relate to this and how lonely it can make you feel. And I think that's what she really wanted to drive is how lonely sarah is you know even though she has friends look how lonely she is yeah and that's why she's horse girl she the horse and her have that connection yeah you know that that's the only one that she actually truly trusts is the horse and she wanted both of them to be free mm-hmm. yeah I, yep, that's what i think yeah very cool all right well that was horse girl so what have you been watching james i actually um started watching the show just came out on netflix it is called i am not okay 
with this uh, high school uh, story about a girl and she's had some tragedy in her life and um, she's got a really great best friend. She's got a guy that's just absolutely head, love, head over heels in love with her, but she's she's like not the popular girl, you know, uh-huh. and her best friend is starting to date the pop, most popular guy. So there's this kind of like and she's not a girly girl either. She's kind of tomboyish, mm-hmm. you know, and she wants to be her and, and her friend's trying to, you know, pressure her to dress sexier and she doesn't really want to, you know, and it's just, it's, it's got a charm to it. Um, her mom's, you know, a waitress has to work a lot of hours and she's got a little brother who's getting picked on. There's this weird, like, and I don't want to ruin it, but like there's this undertone? Like, undertone. And I think this is from a comic book. I think it, I think if I remember right, it's, it's a graphic novel, but I could be wrong. But it, it gets really interesting. Um, and, and and you know, there's a lot of... Supposedly her dad committed suicide and he didn't leave a note. And, oh. she, and, and so she has no closure with that because her dad and her were like tight and she just can't really let go of that. And um, you find out that there's some crazy things going on. And I don't want to give it away, but I highly recommend it. It's very good. It's really short. You can finish it this weekend. It's oh, like cool. seven episodes. Oh, that's And they're bad. only like... 27 minutes long or something so um i would check it out um it's good quality it's got kind of like a, almost like a stranger things vibe but not as an intense storyline mm-hmm. but there's, i can't wait till the next season to see where it goes oh cool um i really liked it start to finish acting's great kids aren't the kid actors are good the visuals are good and it's it's not cheesy it, it stays pretty solid it's no um, tall girl. No. Have you heard of that movie? Mm-mm. You think your life is hard? I have to wear size 13 shoes. Men's. Uh, <laughs> no. She's like 6'4". Who cares? Who cares? It's, it's, not, it's not like that. No. Um, and it's not like lock and key where I go back and forth like, oh, this is great. Oh, that was so cheesy. Remind yeah. me of Casper. Remember Casper? Oh, yeah. There's one scene where I'm like, this is so stupid. It's Casper. Casper, close the windows. Oh, closed. gosh. It totally... Like the way the ghost was, and that it reminded me of that. It's bad, but uh, um, other than that, you know, there's some good parts to that. I just kept it was love hate for me with that one, but this one's great. How about you? What are you watching? Well, um, last week I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, that's right. You were gonna go, yeah, and it was pretty good. It's a kids movie because it's it's a simplistic story, and it's a kids movie that it you know it doesn't take itself too seriously. But it, yeah, it was really fun. That's which awesome. Is weird. You know that that's what you want, though. You that's what we've always wanted for a Sonic movie: is for it to be mm-hmm. fun, not what they almost did. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it made him too human, yeah, and creepy. But yeah, like everybody involved, like you know, wasn't the most exciting story. But Jim Carrey is like manic, like '90s best. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's a good villain. He's a good Robotnik. Oh yeah, I, I've always thought he could be a good villain. Yeah. Him. Well, he was what in uh, Lemony Snicket. Oh, that's ever. right, he was. Yeah, he was very good in that. I never saw it. Um, we I, I was it. mad because it was after Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Oh. It was like I think his next movie, and I love that movie. He's and good. I was in like that, that, yeah. But in in Lemony Snicket, he's like just this like goofy bad guy i'm like no i know you're better than this now but, i know you're way better than this but don't you think he was doing that for the kids like his yeah. kids maybe you know that's what i always thought yeah and he's doing yeah. this one for the kids you know yeah. for the audience and he's having fun with it you can tell that's great yeah it keeps his name in it too you know the new generations come up and then they learn who he is and yeah it's the way to do it rather than doing mask the mask three. Oh gosh like jamie kennedy no that was mask two but 
That was messed too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. I can't wait to see it now. Yeah, and you have Ben Schwartz uh, from Parks and Rec uh, doing the voice of Sonic, which, yeah, Sonic is annoying. His voice kind of works for that, you know, very fine line of annoying Mm. to a point where it's still you're invested in the character. It doesn't go past that where it's just annoying and you just don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, I like it. And it's a good, like, buddy, like, road trip movie with him and James Marsden. (laughs) Nice. So, yeah, it surprised me. It's at least worth a rent. And, yeah, if you got kids, you know, I'll like it, too. I like it. I actually ended up watching Pokemon Go with Sam, and it was actually good. I actually enjoyed it. Or not Pokemon Go. Sorry. The Detective Pokemon. Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. My bad. That one was all right. That it was, tells you how much I'm into Pokemon. Weird. It was weird, but, you know, like, uh, the only exposure I've got is, like, the cartoons just randomly. Oh, you know, uh, I've never sat and watched them all the way through. I played the first game and I loved it as a kid. Uh, the TV show I could never get into. Yeah, it's just and then much. the new the new games is like so far like into the series you, I'm lost whenever you know, I try to play it. You know what Pokemon is for this generation for that generation? Do you remember? Um, and you probably came in at the tail end, but do you remember the Hanna Barbera race where? They had like this weird episode where they were all racing cars. Wacky races. The wacky races. Do you remember those? Yeah. And did you do you ever remember who won? No. Never. No. It you know what I'm saying? Was it the same episode over and over? I have no Probably. idea. Probably. Or is there like 900 episodes? I don't know. Is... That's what Pokemon was to me. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Every time it's on, it's like, okay, is this the same episode as the last time? Are they ever going to win? Who's winning? <laughs> You know, because you always would catch those and you're always you never see it at the beginning. You never see the end. It's always just like kind of a middle. <laughs> oh, no. Team Rocket like... did something. Oh, no. Right. See, yeah, that's true. That's what it was for that generation is the Hanna-Barbera wacky race. <laughs> I don't know. I feel the same way about Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. So it's just the same. You know, they're always standing in the crater ready to fight and then right. they're ready to fight and then they yell at each other and then they fight. Right. I don't know. Now, I'll say that for Dragon Ball, that was great. The original, he, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then a little bit of Z, but when they got into the GT or whichever one came first, I can't remember. It was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Uh, I just, uh, yeah. I never cared enough to watch the 400 episodes of Z because, yeah, it all feels like the same. It does. It's it's a lot of story. Yeah. You'll go Super Saiyan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just finished, actually, before I got here, Longshot, Seth Rogen oh, and cool. Charlize Theron. Right on. And it's a good romantic comedy. I'm not a fan of romantic comedies usually, but it's good classic Seth Rogen stuff. And you don't see him headlining a movie that often nowadays. No, you don't. Which is, it's good in the sake of you're not bombarded by him. He's more taken more of a producer role. Right. With like Preacher and stuff like that in the last couple of years. Right. And it's also not the like Will Ferrell, like we've gotten tired of this guy and now he does just crappy movies. (laughs) It's true. That's true. Remember Sherlock? Holmes and Watson. Oh, I watched it, it and it was bad. Oh gosh! And I saw Longshot, and it was great. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies that went under the radar. You know, it's, it did. it's silly just for the sake of it being silly. Like, yeah, this Seth Rogen. No matter what context, yeah, he's re- he's <laughs> uh, a reporter. You know, falling in love with the Secretary of State. Well, he used to be a se- his babysitter. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, because I I could see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> in a way in a way way. yeah it's still a little stretch of you know realism but yeah no it's fun it's enjoyable just like sonic it's enjoyable it's fun it's not realistic but you get something out of it i've always been a sonic fan though so maybe i'm a little biased Mm. i just never been a fan of the 3d sonic 
but when I was a kid, hard, Sonic man. was like the big thing. He was the mascot, and he had his face on all this other stuff. Yeah, regular side-scrolling uh, Sonic was fun. That's the best. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially on, like the Game Gear, you know. Oh you gosh, those ones were so tough. <laughs> they yeah. were hard, yeah. But even now, you finally have a new Sonic game that's awesome, Sonic Mania. Oh yeah, that's sweet. So they're kind of getting, you know, back into it. Sega kind of knows what to do with him now. Yeah, I'm glad about that. But yeah, he beat Mario to making a good video game movie. Yeah, who'd have thought? Which Mario tried to do it 25 years ago, and that movie was awful. <sighs> and now they're doing a CGI one. Are they really? with the makers of Despicable Me? Well, they're they're going to because they're you heard Mario Land is coming mm-hmm. to Hollywood and um, Florida. Right. Universal Orlando. Studios. Yeah. Yep. Universal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got to have something to go with it. And that's not a bad idea, but it's just there's no cohesiveness between any of the Mario games. So I don't know what they're going to do about story. Oh, yeah. Other than, hey, Bowser took princess. But at least Sonic, you can kind of start from scratch. Right. And like there's certain times that there's kind of a story that you can go along with. But this one, this movie, it just did its own. That's true. I mean, I could see if you want a really good Mario movie, just keep it simple, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a simple game. Two plumbers, a princess, some mushrooms, creepy toads, and creepy toads, and a lot of turtles that are trying to bite you, <coughs> and some mushrooms. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. And Mario jumps on Yoshi and mm-hmm. punches his head. Right. To make his tongue come out. Interesting. It's true. It is. Well, he's a dinosaur. He's tough. It's like cows. You ever touched, have you ever punched a cow? No. You can't. You They're tough, man. Why would I? I mean, if you wanted to, you know. So I mean, to move them, you can't just push them. They don't know. They don't care. I'm going to leave a cow alone. All right. I'm just telling know. you. I mean, I, I've never punched a cow either, but I can tell you that they're tough. I don't know. Sounds like you're speaking from experience. No. I wasn't Picking close enough. fights with cows. Sheep. I dealt with sheep. <laughs> they were punching me. They were getting me from behind and knocking me over gosh yeah sheep are the male sheep are rough man they ram you knock the air out of you if you to turn your back when you lock the gate and they get you right in the back jeez yeah turkeys too i think i'm i think <laughs> i'm good i think i'm good but cows i'm telling you i've heard they've got <laughs> tough tough hide i'm just not gonna mess with animals <laughs> yeah. all right i'm not building a farm sounds good <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't plan on building a farm ever <laughs> Uh, all right what are we gonna do next do you think well i kind of want to see onward oh that's right although that's right. it's not getting um there's the not reviews. that many people seeing it no the reviews are okay huh. it's not pixar's strongest you don't think the coronavirus is messing uh, with you? i i think to a degree this made people kind of paranoid to go out but no it's just all the reviews are like well it's not pixar's worst but it's not pixar's best it's like brave territory oh yeah which is not bad Right. And I like, oh gosh, uh, Chris, I always get the Chris's mixed up. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. And uh, Tom Holland doing the two main voices. That's awesome. Which I like those guys. Yeah. That's so cool. And, you know, it seems pretty fun. Seems pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know if I'll take my time on that or not. I want that to be our next one, but we'll see. All right. Yeah. that I'll see if I can get in there during like maybe spring break or something. Mm-hmm. Drag one of the kids with me. Yeah. I don't know. But you know, it got delayed. It did. No, no. Oh. Do you know what got delayed? Bond. Yep. Yeah, I Seven saw that. Seven months. It was supposed to be next month. Oh, that's a bummer. Josh, I think Josh texted me that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was upset. He either texted me or he messaged me. I can't remember. He's the one that told me. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awful. They already had tickets left for pre-sale. Oh. So. Oh. I wonder if they refunded them. Probably not. Oh, well. But they say that Bond movies do better in the October, November, December time frame. So they were thinking, well, it might get more exposure this way, possibly. Yeah, yeah. at least they're not reshooting. I mean, that's a good sign. Yeah, it's not reshoots. I mean, it's pretty hard to script a Bond, though. Uh, no, I'd say it's pretty easy. <laughs> okay. That's funny. You had a guy who threw his hat oh, or they shoe did. or whatever one it was. That was a long time ago, though. Yeah, the guy with the with Wait, teeth. You sure you're not thinking of Austin Powers? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, there was one that they were making fun no, of, I know, and I don't remember his other shoe. No, but... you're right. He was. I, I remember it. No, it was. But how do you? True. How do you? And ruin, Jaws. How yeah. do you ruin it though? Pierce Brosnan. Oh well. All those movies. Yeah, you're right. But we try not to remember those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Time will tell. All right. Well, I guess we'll go uh, go home now. I guess we'll end it. All right. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs>